Hi, and welcome to the Twisted Stitches podcast, a broadcast about knitting and other crafty pursuits. This is episode 52, and we're recording on Monday, January 16, 2017. I'm your host, Tweet. And Kimberly. Thanks for joining us. Blueberry update. Yes, blueberry update. She is learning to crawl, is crawling, and really likes stealing papers. Hey, blueberry. <laughs> hey, I need those show notes. Oh, she just flipped over. That doesn't go in your mouth. Yeah. Say everything goes in my so mouth. So she's getting mobile, which ah, is fun, but <laughs> troublesome. She really wants paper and yarn. Come here. Now she has some hedgehog. Oh, but it's mommy's hedgehog. It's it is okay. mommy's hedgehog. It. It's all right. That's beautiful hedgehog. You have good taste. Happy New Year, guys. Good taste. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> uh, we're recording today on a Monday, which we don't normally do, but it is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Yes. We, um, great day. And <laughs> also means that we get a day off, which is nice. Yes. That's lovely. Yeah. Which like is that. good. We actually went to a wedding yesterday, uh, which... Was, it was uh, beautiful. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was fun. Um, but... My husband keeps talking about the wedding. Does he? Yeah. That's so funny. He's like, it's like, kind of hard to tell if he's having a good time sometimes. I know. But, things. but today he was like, wasn't that a great wedding? That was such a wonderful wedding. Aww. Wasn't that a fun wedding? Didn't you have a good time at that wedding? It was yeah. really cute. It was a really fun wedding. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't It was a super formal wedding. You know, it was very eclectic and just had a really diverse and fun group of people who, you know, were there. Yeah. So it was just really, really fun. We had tacos. There was a taco uh, stand. Tacos were really good. The tacos were delicious. And there was an oyster bar, which I did not partake in. I didn't either, actually. Yeah. And I usually do. You usually do. I don't usually. I couldn't, I couldn't really, I had tacos already. I couldn't, like, handle tacos, tacos and oysters. With oysters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was that, too much for me. That would have been a little strange. But uh, it was nice because... I think I would have been really tired if I had to go if I'd had to go to work today. Yeah, after the wedding. <laughs> she really wants my show notes, guys. One track mind. Yeah, one track mind. So blueberry's good and crawling all over. Oh, oh, she's and, mostly army crawling and heading headbutting things. She's just crawling straight into things. You know, she's being really funny right now. She's hilarious. Oh. She wants the computer too. Look at this. Yeah, she really See? wants the laptop, which we put on a chair. Come here, come here. You don't get that. That's not a toy. That's not you. Well, we hope you guys have had a good 2017 so far. Yes, yes. I feel like it's been a long time. I it has been a long We recorded time. right before Christmas, but I didn't post it until right after New Year's. Yeah, there's been a lot of stuff happening. There's been a lot of stuff happening. Uh, Kimberly and I are both kind of stressed. And stressed out. Yeah. In life. But knitting helps. But knitting does help. Knitting helps. You want to eat my yarn bag? That's cool. He does want to eat the yarn bag. That's cool, man. <clears throat> So, um, yeah, how was, I mean, look, I don't want to chit-chat too much, but uh, did you have a good Christmas and all that? I did. I had a great break. Yeah? It, was, it wasn't it was relaxing, because I don't think you ever re- ever relax again once you have a baby. No. But um, it was a lot of fun. It was her first Christmas. It was her first Christmas, and that was a lot of fun. It was hilarious. So, I don't know how, I think I told you this, but she, um, 
So we have like a normal routine in the morning and we did our normal routine in the morning. So like no big deal. Right. Right. And, um, half, and then we started opening presents and halfway through opening presents, she like face plants. She's so tired. And she starts having a meltdown. And I'm looking at her and I'm like, are you, do you need a nap? So she actually got an extra nap on Christmas. Like, I just went, I put her down in the crib, and she just immediately went to bed. That's so crazy. And I was like, oh, shit, this is overwhelming. She could feel the craziness of Christmas, even though I'm sure you guys weren't doing anything too crazy. No, no, we just, I mean, we opened, like, we got through half the presents, and then she needed a nap. And then we had to wait until she woke up. So, yeah, I mean. That's good. And that's okay, but it was just funny. Yeah. You gonna eat my toe? She also likes to eat my toe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Delicious. Delicious. Mm -hmm. She wants this pen. Uh, How was your Christmas? Uh, it was good. Like, you went home? Yeah, I went home to see my parents. Ooh. Saw some snow on the way up. Uh, and just, just hung out, really. Ate a lot of mom's food. Saw some friends. I did get sick right after Christmas, though. And that was a bummer. I wasn't super sick, but it was just sort of like a half cold. But it lasted like two or three weeks, which is so unusual for me. And I was really thinking, I think last week, that I might have to go to the doctor. Really? Because it just wasn't getting better, and that's really weird, you know? It seemed to be getting worse. But then, actually, I started to get better. So, I avoided the doctor yet again. That's good. Hey, Blueberry, what's up with the noises? Yeah, she's making a lot of noises. She's already crawling everywhere. We kind of think it's like, it's like a man lost in the desert. It's like a movie about a man lost in the desert, and like... They've seen the oasis and they've started crawling there, mm -hmm. but they can't help but like make all these like grunts, like ugh, ugh, the water. Ugh. So that's her. She's like grunting and moving at the same time. It's hilarious. That's funny. All right, I actually have some group stuff to go through. <gasps> group stuff. Um, first, I um, sorry, I'm like reading my notes right now. Um, the <laughs> the owner of the Rosehaven Yarns shop, and I think she's a podcast as well, messaged me and asked me if I would just mention this on the podcast. Uh, you can listen to her podcast, Rosehaven Yarns, on YouTube, episode number four. The last ten minutes she talks a little bit about this, but she's trying to get uh, people uh, sort of mobilized to knit um, an item called Twiddle Muffs. Little they're muffs. basically like the little like hand muffs that you just make out of a bunch of random yarns, whatever you have around, <clears throat> and um, she'll be donating them to the Alzheimer Society. I think they give them to people with Alzheimer, and they they're just like little hand warmers basically. They look like a muff. It's basically a tube, and um, she <laughs> that's a cause that she's really into, and awesome. she's just hoping other people will want to. Um, Help out, you she know, or pattern leave. on the site. Uh, yeah, if you go to Ravelry and just look up Twiddle Muffs, T W I D D L E, and then Muffs, you will find a few patterns on there. They look once you see them, you'll know kind of what they are, and they don't look hard. Okay. Yeah, especially I think it'd be good for scraps and stuff. I wouldn't mind doing that. Yeah, I'll show it to you later. Um, but yeah, check out Rosehaven Yarns podcast. Um, episode four for more information on that. Okay. And then next up, we have a giveaway. Giveaway! Yay! Uh, we get we are giving away a. <laughs> she got very excited. Oh, she got excited. She's like, oh. We're giving away a skein of the Lemonade Shop um, sock yarn in the Stormy Day colorway. So pretty. So pretty. Uh, many thanks to Heather from the Lemonade Shop for sending that to us. And so before this episode started, I picked a winner. We had 42 entries, so we picked a number between two and 42, and the number was six. 
Yay, six! Yeah, very a low number. Low number. And that is Inked and Crafty. She's from Ireland. And I actually uh, talk to her occasionally on Instagram and stuff. Oh, nice. So that's very exciting. So Inked and Crafty, when you hear this, please PM me, Twee, uh, who is Fishgirl182 on Ravelry or Instagram, or you can email us and like send me your mailing address, and I will get that skein of yarn out to you. It might take a little while just because... It, you're in Ireland, and I don't... International like, shipping. Uh, yeah, well, I just don't like to go to the post office that often. It's hard to get there um, during the week, so it'll probably have to be on a weekend. But, yeah, send me your uh, mailing address, and I'll get this out to you as soon as I can. And that's all kind of the group stuff I got going on. Do you want to move right into Whip It? Yeah, yeah Whip It. What are you working on, Kimberly? Whip It. I am working on, um, I started, I don't think I talked about actually starting it last time, mm -hmm. um, but I did start finally the, um, I will pull it out, Ashburn by um, Melanie Bird. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, oh, baby. I was originally going to make it for baby here, but I actually think I'm going to keep it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like the colors a lot that I'm using, okay. and I'll talk about that. You can make her other stuff. <clears throat> and I make her a lot of stuff. And um, Where, Can I see it? Sorry. Also, yeah. <laughs> it's in here. We don't grab the baby. I grab the baby. Okay. Um, can, do you want milk? And so this is a yeah. crescent-shaped shawl, right? Sort of? Or asymmetrical? It's um, oh, sort of like an asymmetrical crescent. Yeah. Yeah. But it's sort of, yeah, not It's not like symmetrical. It's not symmetrical, yeah. yeah. Um, and it has three colors. It right? has three colors. I'm actually on the very tail end of the first third of Ooh, the show. Oh, this shawl. is so fun! Um, which I really, really like. I forget. So, um, I had another project. It was the super secret baby blanket project. Yes. And um, that was being knit with like chunky, and now I've gone back to fingering. Yeah. So it has taken me like a little bit to kind of wrap my head around. The fact that now I'm back on fingering, it's taking me a long time. Mm -hmm. But in general, it's pretty awesome. It, it looks pretty awesome. Um, I really am enjoying knitting it. It's like the pattern's really easy. And, um, Do you remember what yarn colors you're using? Yeah, it's... I'm taking um, through the bag trying to find it, but it's a large bag you have. Oh, here it is. I know. There should be... Here we go. They should be in there, yeah. Okay. So, the um, green, I'm starting off with the green. Mm -hmm. The solid. Like a sort of tonal solid. Yeah, which I think might be this It's this one. one. It is this yeah. one. Yeah. It's um, classic BLS, classic Abyss, color Abyss, sock weight. It's from Blissful Yarns. It's from Blissful Yarns. It's super pretty. Yeah. It's this really pretty. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say it's teal. It's kind of teal. It's like darker than teal, maybe? It's more. I think it's a little too green to be teal. Yeah. It's veering towards more green to me. Yeah. But I mean, it's still kind of in that blue green family, you know, that, yeah. <laughs> the blue green family. Um, and then the second one, I think, is that Texas. This is the Texas dyed, dyed. wool. Yeah. The next color you're incorporating is Texas dyed wool. Yeah. Uh, variegated. This is like in blues and like rust oranges and purples. Uh -huh. And that's a sock twist in landscape, which is really pretty. So is there going to be, so right now you're just sort of stripe, like making thin stripes in the teal with the variegated. So, but will there be big sections of the variegated yeah, too? So because the I, I want to see more of it. Yeah, the second section is a big lace pattern in the variegated. Okay. And then the third section, which is the cut, which is this orange rust color I'm using, uh -huh. and that I've, that um is the, 
um, died, it in, died the... in the wool, yeah. and it's twisted stock and sock, and it's called Rustard. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's really pretty orange. It's like rust and mustard. Yeah. And um, that third portion, I think, might have a... I haven't looked at the third portion, knitting the third portion. Yeah, last section? Yeah, but that's the third section. So I'm almost done with this first section. The pattern's really, really easy. Oh, good. I really like it. Um, I really like knitting with the yarn. I like the colors that I'm using. I'm, like, really into it. I also feel like... It's pretty. It's really pretty, and I also kind of feel like, you know... It's more in line with what I like, and it's a, like we discussed it before, you know, I'm not really sure what Blueberry's going to like later on. When uh, she's older, you don't so know. I've done a lot of these, like, co- cooler colors, and so for the next project for her, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm actually warm? thinking of a warm pink-red combination. Mm-hmm. Just something different. I mean, I love pink. Yeah, me too. So, um, this one's actually, I'm going to stay, this one's going to be mine. Cool. So, it should be. It's really beautiful. You should, I mean, I know you want to knit stuff for her, for her. but you should knit stuff for yourself, too, if yeah. you want to, you know? Yeah, so that's all my needles. Um, I've been working Excellent. on that, and um, very pretty. Thank you. You've made a lot of progress. Yeah, I've actually done pretty well, and that's because I've, um, a couple times during lunch, I've stayed in and I've knitted. Oh, cool. I haven't gone out. Um, and then the the only other thing that I've, I haven't I haven't worked on yet, oh, be but I've kind to... of... Um, gotten the yarn for is I'm going to make a hat oh, for good. my father-in-law. Oh, yeah. And I have Stormy Day. No, you don't have Stormy Day. You have a different color. Oh, yeah. I have a different color. What is it? What was it called? We talked about it in the last episode because we just bought it. Yeah. I forget. It's also the Lemonade Shop. Yeah. Um, In her DK base. Um, I'll put it in the show I notes. I say it's Stormy Day. Right. But, but it's not. It's a little more. Um, I forget. It's gray with, like, speckles. Speckles in. Yeah. It's a really pretty color. It's not SpectraVision, because that's the one I got. Sorry, cutie. But you got the other one sort of in a similar uh, family. Yeah. But um, I'll put it in the show notes. I'll just, or you can look in the previous episode's show notes. Did you decide what hat you're going to make? Um, no. Oh. But I am, I've decided that I'm going to try to make a hat a month. No? I'm going to try to make a hat a month. Ooh. Oh, okay. We're going to see how that works. Just for, like, uh, like Christmas gifts? Yeah, for Christmas gifts. Uh, so. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Do you know, I mean, do you know what kind of hat you want to make your father-in-law? I, I want to like make cables him, or... I want to make him, like, a cable hat, like uh-huh. a winter hat. I know it's it's fingering weight, so it's not going to be that. No, oh, it's DK. Did I get DK? They only have DK at the shop right now. Oh, okay. So you had to have gotten DK. It's DK. Yeah, so it's Mommy thicker. doesn't know what she bought. It's thicker. It's not, That's you know, why I had tweeze here. It's not worsted or bulky, but it's still it's still thicker. Yeah. I wanted a thicker cable because I wanted, like, a thicker kind of hat for him. Like, fold-over brim, or does he like beanie style? No, I'm going to do fold-over fold yeah. brim. They live and in, I'm going to do a pom-pom. Because <laughs> they live in the UK. It gets cold. He, yeah. could, he could cover his ears. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to start that this week, actually. Okay. Because apparently my in-laws are coming to visit in March. They are? Yeah. When did they tell you this? Uh, like last week. Okay. They told Iron Muffin, they're like, oh, we're going to come visit in March. And I'm like, okay. And I'm thinking, hat, 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 have to start hat, have to start hat. Mm. <laughs> what was it? For his birthday or something? Or just because? No, his birthday is in March, though. Um, but no, he's, they're doing a, um, so... My father-in-law has a very large family. He's got, like, seven brothers and sisters, six mm-hmm. brothers and sisters. And so they're all kind of scattered. Most of them are still in the U.K., but one of them 
is in Australia. So, and they've been meaning to go to Australia. So, what the UK, um, I don't, I've never seen it in the US, but the UK does It's around the world, world ticket. tickets, yeah. So, they're doing around the world tickets. So, they're going basically as long as you go in one direction around the world, you just pay one lump fee. I mean, and then you could just go around the world, basically. Yeah, yeah I have a friend who did it. She's from Scotland and she did it in right after college and stuff so they still do those yeah yeah i didn't know that so they're doing that so they're gonna go to australia for a bit and then they're coming and then they're gonna go around to you okay so um i gotta i gotta make this hat right (laughs) well you i thought you were gonna say for christmas or something no i was but i mean he's here okay well then you just have to make him something else for christmas that's what i was thinking yeah you know i'm really awful in all fairness, I, I've never actually knit something for my father-in-law. Mm-hmm. I was knitting, I knit, like, this really nice scarf, cable scarf for him a long time ago, and I'm still in the middle of doing it, and when I showed Iron Muffin, he was like, oh, I don't think Dad will like that. Is that the Jared Flood one? Yeah. Because it's, like, Christmas green, like, it's Kelly like, green. It's Kelly green. I love that color. I love the color. I thought my father-in-law would like the color, but his son thinks otherwise. Mm-hmm. And it was actually... You show it to him and ask him if he likes this I color. I know, so... So I kind of stopped knitting it for him, and then I never picked up anything else to knit. I don't really knit my parents a lot of stuff either. Like right. my, it's not like I'm knitting my my parents yeah. or my sister a lot of stuff. I really just don't do that. So, um, yeah. So I think I'm gonna try to knit something for Hugh. Okay. Okay. Cool. What about this? I'm pointing, Kimberly. Are you gonna talk about that? Oh, can I talk about that? I don't know. I'm going to talk about in cute. Okay. Or in retail therapy. Okay. I bought that. Okay. Yeah. You're funny. Uh, I, I have something to talk about in retail therapy. <laughs> I didn't do a ton of knitting over the break. Um, and I felt like I was running around a lot, and then I kind of got sick. And yeah, so I didn't get as much done as I thought I was going to, but uh, it was okay. Um, most of the stuff I knit uh, over Christmas were, I meant I knit a couple of pussy hats. And we talked about that last episode. Um, If you don't know, you can look up the Pussy Hat Project. But it's basically for the Women's March in Washington. And here, too, they're doing it in different, you know, cities. I know people are going to the one in L.A. Yeah. That's this week. That's Saturday, right? Yeah. So it's coming up. It's uh, on the weekend. And they're these pink hats with uh, squared tops so that the sides look like little cat ears. And uh, I've been using the Andre Sunit's pattern uh, that's in the round it looks just it's not the official pattern but it comes out very similar and I don't like knitting things flat and seaming them if I don't have to and so I finished a couple of those and I'm currently working on another one uh, I I think will be for our friend Althea because she is going to the march and she doesn't have time to make one and I was already making this one and so this one is made out of some Cascade 220 Superwash. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I had this. Sturdy. Yeah, <laughs> sturdy. I had this in my stash, which is nice. The other two I knit were also knit from some Cascade uh, non-Superwash that I had in my stash. As you can imagine, as Kimberly knows, uh, I like pink, so I had a good, good selection of pink yarn to pick from. I still have more. I just haven't been knitting as quickly. And I actually went to the Altered Stitch a couple of days ago because they were having a little pussy hat knitting party. That's so sad because I really want to go to the Altered mm. Stitch today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, can't I didn't buy anything. You just went. I didn't buy anything. I was good. Aww. I didn't buy anything. We could go. Yeah. Um, but I hung out with Annie from Petite Weavers Ooh, uh, nice. over there and 
Nicole, who is a fiber um, artist. She creates bats and things, and she has a shop called Morph Made Fiber. And so we hung out and knit our hats, and Annie actually bought a skein of the lemonade shop while she was there in this pink and cream colorway with some sparkle, oh. and she almost finished it by the time I left, and it was really cool because really? it was like hot pink and cream, but it was sort of pooling, so it was making these really cool sort of zigzags on her hat, which I thought was really awesome. I had a really hard time not just taking it. Yeah, or buying some for myself. Yeah, that's always hard when you see someone knitting something that you like, and mm -hmm. then it's like, I want to do that exact thing. Well, even while she was sitting there, she kept saying, I can't stop, like, because we were facing the wall of lemonade, you know? Right, right. And she said, oh, man, I can't face this way because I just want to buy, all buy more. I know. I totally was thinking about buying more lemonade yarn. Yeah. Or the other, any of the yarn. Any, I don't well, know. there's more yarn, yeah. There's other yarns. I'm just having issues with buying, I think. Well, I'm trying not to buy as much because... Well, I might be moving yeah. just in a two different places nearby, hopefully. But I've been basically going through all of my stuff and just purging tons and tons of stuff. And I'm getting rid of a ton of knitting magazines. And I've sold some yarn, though I still have some that I want to sell. Um, if anyone's looking for a specific yarn, let me know. <laughs> but... You know, that part's been nice, actually, even though it's been messy. But part of me also feels like I shouldn't buy more because I'm trying to get rid of stuff. Part of me is also like, well, I just sold 10 skeins of yarn. Can't I buy one? Right. <clears throat> this is dangerous. Which is, just, which is bad. Which you is how I think that way. Which is why I ended up with this huge dash to begin with. Right, right. You know? Right. Uh, but it's been actually kind of nice because uh, it's made me kind of go through my stash and through some of the stuff I have. <laughs> Oh, come here. She's okay. She's okay. Oh. What happened, baby? She banged her head. Oh, she banged her head. It's because she's just going bull bulldozing through things. Oh. It's okay. It's okay. She's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Look at that smile. It's okay, you poor thing. I'm sorry. Did you throw your head back? <laughs> we'll put on your helmet again. Oh, she's so funny. Baby has a little helmet. She does have a little helmet. It makes her look like uh, Tron. Oh, I bought stickers for the helmet. Oh, yeah. By the way, baby update. I bought stickers for the helmet. They're BB-8 stickers. <gasps> That's so cute. So they're coming. Yeah, so she's going to be little BB-8. I told you she's BB-8. I know. Yeah. You look like BB-8. BB-8. Oh, look at the little baby. Oh. Sorry, honey. Put your That's helmet okay. on. Well, Kimberly's going to go put her helmet on, and I'm going to keep talking. Um... So yeah, I've been making a ton of pussy hats, and then I also uh, made, not made, but worked on the Cyclades vest by Elena Nodell. I finally finished the body uh, of the sweater and the garter border, and now I'm on the neckline, and I just picked up a whole ton of stitches around the neckline, which is not my forte. I'm not very good at picking up stitches. I just hope it's going to look okay, and I hope that I picked up the correct ratio so that it doesn't flare or pucker. We shall see. I mean, this is just for, this is for a four-year-old. Hopefully it won't, you know, she's not, hopefully she's not too picky. She won't yeah. notice. Yeah. It's just me. Um, but I'm hoping to have that done really soon. I know I keep saying that, but you know, cross my fingers, right? Um, if I actually work on it, then I'll get something done. And 
I was working on that. And then I only did like maybe one more row on my Tonk socks, which have been languishing for a while. And those are the socks that I'm making out of the lemon, oh, not the lemonade shop, the Sunshine Yarns Tonks a colorway, I think in her twist sock base. I started those a while ago. Um, just, yeah, just socks that I haven't gotten to, and I really, I really want to make more socks this year. I feel like I did pretty well last year, but I need, I want to ramp it up. because You I make more socks, I'll make more hats. Okay. Yeah. We'll do that. The deal. <laughs> so yeah, worked on those just a little bit, but that's it. <laughs> I know. All right, what's up next, Kimberly? Bosha! 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 What do you have to show? Um, I don't have it, but I finished Yay. it. Oh, yeah. Um, I have a, um... Iron Muffin is taking the baby. Bye, Little Tron. I told them that they, um, we got her BB-8 stickers. Yeah. Um, so I finished the super secret baby blanket that, mm -hmm. um, I was making right. for my sister-in-law who had her baby. <gasps> Wait, she did? The last time I talked to you, she hadn't had her baby, and the, the, the baby was late. Oh, the baby was late. The baby was almost a week late, and, um, he was born on January 4th. Mm. Um, he's beautiful, and he is, um, now, I think... Resting in London with them, possibly. Yeah. Did everything go okay? Okay. Everything went okay. okay. Yeah, she want she was gonna have a home birth, but um, and they, were, they had a tub and everything. They brought had a tub in. and everything, but I think they were a little um, like I think her um blood pressure was a little high, so they went to hospital. I thought this happened to every single person I knew. I know who was planning. I mean, this happens with birth. It just happens. You have a plan that you wanted. You know, this is how you kind of want to do it, and almost everyone I know, it just hasn't. Yeah. Gone to that that way at all. <laughs> Thank goodness for modern medicine. Yeah. You know? So that's cool. Yeah, everyone's so that okay. was awesome. Yeah, everyone's great. He's beautiful. And so I made a baby blanket. It was the um, Pearl Soho baby blanket. That was the Chevron baby blanket. Uh -huh. um, I used Malabrigo Chunky. There were those three colors. Yeah. Um, we have pictures. I have pictures up on my Ravelry page. Oh, and you I did? think I shared it with Twisted. Did you? You just said it to me. Oh, the group. Okay. I think I shared it with the group. The group. Um, okay. But yeah, it turned out really, really well. It ended up really, really quickly, and I'm pretty happy with it. I, I'm. Mm, there's a couple things that bother me about it, but it's own, my own fault. Oh, I was say like you were the pattern. No, it was just me. Um, I'm the pattern is kind of narrow. It's a crib size blanket, mm -hmm. but it is narrower than I'd like, and okay. so even when I blocked it, it was kind of narrow. Okay. Um, and then the other thing is, it's. I mean, it's, it's silly, but it's um, long. I knew it was going to be this long because I used all of each skein. Yeah. So there was six, uh, one, two, three, four, five skeins. So it is longer than it is wide. So do you think next time you would just make it wider and make it yeah. shorter? Yeah, I think I so. Okay. And then the only other thing I have is that, um, the only other thing, the only other problem I had with it is that because I was trying to use all the yarn, the mm -hmm. last, sounds funny, but the last row, row I didn't end on the row I was supposed to end. So the chevron is actually slightly looser than the beginning row. Looser. Because I ended on like row two, row one instead of row two. So the way that the chevron is, like, I didn't get a chance to like decrease. So it's oh, not as oh. tight. So you didn't, you, you increased for the chevron part, but then you didn't decrease on the right. next row. You just bound off. Right, right. So it kind of flares. Yeah. Okay. But it's okay. okay. I mean, I, to be honest with you, I don't think anyone else is going to notice these things mm -hmm. except me. What size um, needle um, did you use for the chunky? Oh, I don't remember. I think it was like an 11. That's not too big. I think it was 10.5 or 11. Okay. 
Um, but yeah, it, went, it worked out really, really well. And I, I think like that, Malibu with um, Chunky. If you're going to work with Chunky Yarn, I do like it. It's really soft. Yeah, it was really nice. So that was that's what I finished. I can't believe I finished it. You I sent was, like, it to her. Did she get it yet? Yeah, she just emailed oh, me and okay. she got it yesterday. Um, so that's okay. really, really good. Because, you know, I never know like how long things take to get to the UK. Uh, yeah. but, um, International is just kind of a crapshoot. Yeah, but that worked out well because I wanted to make sure that she got it, um, you know, after. I didn't want to send it before the baby was born. Right, right. So no, you I always you would always plan to send it sort of after. Yeah, so I sent it after, and then yeah, it, it didn't take that long. It took maybe like two weeks. Okay, so cool. Yeah. All right. So I actually finished something. I have finished stuff too. It just feels like it's been so long though because I finished them a while ago. It's, um, but we haven't recorded. Um, but I'll go through them pretty quickly. I finished that second conversationalist hat I um, had uh, was working on the last time. Yeah. And that's a pattern by the Plucky Knitter, and I had made it in Drops Nepal. And Knit Picks, Andean Treasure. And that was the kind of random color mix. I used gray, uh, sort of a limey green, and I think coral. And I was a little bit unsure about those colors when I was doing them, but in the end I, I actually kind of like the way they look together. Um, and I did do a fun pom-pom on that one. I'm so into pom-poms right now. They're just super fun. And I'm into pom-poms always. Always, right? <laughs> and I'm into you making the perfect the, pom-poms. The perfect pom-pom. <laughs> so yeah, I um, I finished that. And then, uh, as I said before, I finished a couple of pussy hats using the Andre Sue Knits pattern, the Kit Kat hat, in just stash cascade. Uh, 220 and 220 superwash. One of my hats, uh, the one skein of Cascade 220 wasn't enough to make two hats, so the last inch and a half or so of the second Something hat, else. I used, well, I used the superwash that I had, which is was a slightly different pink. Uh -huh. It was slightly, I think, warmer. Oh, well, that's nice. And it's kind of hard to tell, yeah. but I can tell. I think I posted a picture on um, the podcast Instagram account of the two finished hats. Does you guys might... You? I mean, I sent them to, like, a collection point to be given out to people going to the march. Okay. And yeah. if they didn't knit it, I don't think they have room to complain. Right, right. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Uh, but those are the only uh, things I finished uh, in the last few weeks, just those hats. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have Cued. 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 Kimberly, what have you cued? I cued one thing, which I really, really love. Mm -hmm. But I'll never be able to knit it. But I'm just really impressed uh, with this you person. You can knit it. It's called the Flyaway um, Blanket. Uh huh. By Tinkendous. Whoa. Baby. Um, and this woman did hers. It's it's basically just geometric shapes of kind of triangles. Um, yeah, it kind of looks like a flying geese flying quilt. Geese, yeah. Yeah, but it's knit. But it's knit, and it's really, really pretty. And there's all these really cool uh, versions. What is it? Variations on it. Mm -hmm. um, so, are you looking at a specific version you liked? I was, but I don't. I definitely don't think I'd be able to do that because the one that I'm looking at is so beautiful. But she used a lot of different yarn, um, like different colors of yarn, and so. Um, mm -hmm. I think that... Like, you'd have to buy too much yarn? I'd have to buy too much yarn. Oh, like, I don't okay. think I have that many... Because, you know, it goes from, like, light gray to, like, medium gray oh, to dark okay. gray or light green to medium gray. Like a gradient? Gray. Yeah, kind of like gradient. Um, I'm going to pull it up for you. I'll show you. But okay. It's so pretty. Mm -hmm. And um, 
I think like maybe eventually I would like to do that like down the line. I mean, if you knit enough and you had enough scraps, maybe. Yeah, I think if I had enough scraps, like here, wait, this it's this one. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so the one I was looking at is called... Um, Whose is it? Who's the rabble? Rabbler. Uh, it is Undone 57. Yeah. It's not that much yarn. Seems like a lot of yarn to me. Really? I love it. I think it's so pretty. It's a lot more geometric looking. Yeah, because she, I think she changed the patterning. I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm just assuming. Well, let me look. See if it's, I'll go to their, her name's Laura. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, because it's all triangles, uh, but she has kind of done it in a, a different pattern, like, you know what I mean? Not a different pattern, but the, the way she does her colors, like, the sort of triangles, like, point in different directions than the original pattern, you know? Yeah. It looks really cool. You could totally do this. Yeah, I mean, I think when I get through enough patterns, other patterns that yeah. I want to do, I might try to do that. Okay. That's um, cool. Uh, but that's the only thing I actually... Okay. Cute. I saw it. I was like, I want that. And I found. I found. Uh oh, watch out. <laughs> she just grabbed. Ah, papers, papers. Paper, paper. I am. Um, <laughs> like I said, I've been going through ooh, my yarn stash and my pattern stash, and I was, I think, on Instagram and saw this uh, finished object from someone, and it made me look it up um, because it looked like some of it was made uh, with Rowan Kids OKs. Oh. And I found some in my stash that um, I sold some. But some... My arch nemesis. I know, your arch nemesis. Um, some I was thinking of just giving away um, because it belonged to my old roommate uh, and her stash, and it was just a little... I didn't want to sell it because it just looked a little... Not abused, but, you know, she was kind of careless, and things just yeah. looked not as pristine as I would keep my yarn stash. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe I'd just give it away um, versus selling it. Uh, but when I saw this pattern, I thought, oh, I maybe I'll save some of it and, you know use a little bit of it in this really cool shawl. So this shawl is called a Sunny Sail, and it's by, um, ooh, I don't even know who this is. This is like a, I don't even know, Scandinavian or something. I don't know. Please don't. Like, if it's that that's wrong, don't uh, be mean. It's called Ulrike Strix. Um, maybe she's German. Um, but there's an English translation by Christina Brutale on Ravelry. And it is a scarf slash shawl. You could do, I think, either version. It just makes it smaller if it's a scarf. Um, and it is also sort of an asymmetrical triangle. But the pattern calls for you to use a skein of fingering weight yarn and then a skein of a mohair-like Rowan Kids Silk Haze. Oh, good. And it just makes this really, you stripe them together, and it makes this really sort of airy um, and really striking patterned scarf because of the stripes. Uh, I think they use uh, Silk Garden Soft Yarn in it by Noro, mm -hmm. so it's actually sort of gradient, mm -hmm. but I, I might just use like a variegated or something I have. Let me show Kimberly a picture. But the mohair looks oh, cool pretty, because, yeah. you know, you'll be knitting it with a larger needle, so it'll be really airy. Uh, but I just thought it looked really cool and was a good way to use, like, the you know, a skein of uh, kids' silk haze. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah. And that's kind of the only thing I cued, though. Cool. <clears throat> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. 
Uh, well, what do we have? We have, I have a couple of things to review, but we also have retail therapy. What do you want to do first? Uh, why don't you, let's do retail therapy. Okay, let's do retail therapy. Okay. What did you buy, Kimberly? Oh my gosh! So, <laughs> I was bad, and I bought a bunch of stuff over the Christmas break, and I'm just going to talk about them briefly, and okay. it's because I texted Twee, and I was like, look what I got! And yes. she was like, dude. She was out of town, I was out of town, and then she texted me <sighs> pictures from the yarn store without me. Because so I cruel. bought yarn for Find Your Fade. Find Your Fade? So I bought Find Your Fade shawl, and mm -hmm. all of it is hedgehog. Yeah. So we're starting off with hedgehog, um, Find Your Fade, um, skinny singles, naive? Naive, which naive. is just a dusty pink. Yes. And then we're moving on into hedgehog skinny singles called Shiver. Right. Which is a, it's like a white with, um. Yeah, it's cream white base. Cream white with blue, hot pink, hot purple, mm -hmm. uh, speckles in it. Yes. And dark blue. Beautiful. Yeah. And then we're going into taking some of that and we're going into hedgehog skinny, uh. Spell. Spell. I and I this love is that like color. a bright purple. Yeah, it's kind of like an ultraviolet color. Yes. So that is pretty, it's pretty bright compared to the speckle, the white cream speckle. Yeah. I think it'll look really nice though. I think it'll be okay once it knits up. Yeah. And then we are going into <gasps> Fool's Gold. Fool's Gold, which is a beautiful color. Which is a beautiful. One of my favorites um, by Hedgehog. Yeah. It's like gold and pieces of pink, pink and blue and purple. Speckly. It's all speckly, little pieces of black. <laughs> And then we're going into something that is not Hedgehog. I don't even know what it is, yeah. but I lost the tag. You lost the tag. Is it? it? I think it's Colin at Jitterbug, maybe? I think it looks like Colin at Jitterbug. Okay. Um, it's black and white with um, variegated it's... colors of pink and blue and a little bit of dark yellow. Yeah, it's very... It looks muddy. a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's like on a darker side. It definitely has like a gray black base. Yeah, and I, I think, think that, that actually would look good with Fool's Gold. Yeah, with Fool's Gold because it takes that darker and it yeah. still has like a lot of the same colors in it. It's mm -hmm. just kind of like murkying it up. Yeah. Um, okay. So those are my only colors. I know wanna, people are doing other colors. Do you want to explain Find Your Fade but... a little for anyone who hasn't seen it? Oh, I'm sorry. Find Your Fade is a is a big shawl. It's a shawl that's um, oh yeah by Andrea Maori. Andrea Maori, and it's like a, there's a knit along going on. It's like a huge thing. Yeah. If you check out like Find Your Fade shawl hashtag on Instagram or Find Your Fade, you will see a lot of pictures. Yeah, there's a lot of pictures. People. So, it's, it's so fun though. It's, it's really cool. It's mostly like for people to. I mean, obviously, I didn't do this, but I've been, really, yeah, I've been, yeah. It's really for people to go through their stash. I've been stash diving and find colors that you know take the, take the colors out of their skein form look at them and then see the variegation like the yeah, color to match similarities yeah. through the shawl yeah i've um, seen so many different versions like bright versions and neutral versions and you know melinda from you know, uh, the yarn to Warm podcast is making a red and black and purple versions because cool. those are like her favorite colors and it looks really cool um, i kind of feel bad about it though because i mean I'm really monogamous, so I'm not gonna start this, mm -hmm. even, even though everyone else has kind of started it and everything. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure when okay. I'm gonna start it, but I bought yarn for it, and it's in a project bag, so it'll be soon. Okay, I know. I need to. I have my colors picked out. I just need to wind three of them. <laughs> She's being really funny right now. Two of them were wound already in my stash, but three of them were not. Right, right. And so now I need to 
wine though. Actually, I think I have, I think I have six colors. How many do you have? Five. Five. Okay. Yeah, the pattern calls for seven, but you can really do however many you want. Um, just figure out where you want to change the colors. Yeah. This baby is being really funny. What happens? They start crawling. It's all over. It is all over. It is all over. Okay. Is that all you had? That's all you had queued, right? That's it. Okay. Uh, let's go into... No, this retail therapy. Oh, retail. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Retail therapy. All I'm right. getting distracted. I know. Uh, let's go to in review. Yay! I'm going to try to keep it brief, but I've had a couple of things that I've had to review for a while now and just haven't had time to. And, um, yeah, <laughs> I've just been bad. So the first thing I have to review, let me find my notes here, um, uh -oh. is... Uh-oh, baby. Is, I heard the paper noise. It's a yarn sampler pack. Uh, from KPC Yarn, and this was sent to me uh, by Stitchcraft Marketing, so thanks to them for sending the sample for review. Uh, KPC actually stands for Knit Pearl Crochet, and this is, I got the sampler pack, which, let me tell you, comes beautifully packaged. Yeah, it's a box. It's almost like a box of uh, candy. Yeah. You know, there's little separators for each mini skein that's balled up. There's like a label on it. And then they have this whole stack on the side of uh, knitted garter stitch swatches. So they've swatched all of these like bases for you already, mm -hmm. which is crazy to me. Um, I'm going to take some pictures, but the like the packaging is just like beautiful. It's like a box of, yeah, candies and chocolates, which... You don't want to use the yarn. No, I it don't. Looks so it's so perfect. It's so perfect. Um, so this is just a fun little sampler. It comes with thirteen um, yarn samples. Can you imagine the people like knitting this? I know. I don't right? know. Maybe they did a machine. All the samples. I don't know. I feel like it so must cute. have been by hand knit. The little samples, at least. And they have a bunch of different bases, ranging from a hundred percent organic cotton, which feels really nice, mm -hmm. to. Uh, Let's see, ultra fine wool, merino wool, in different weights like DK and fingering. Uh, here's an Aran weight, and they also have a chunky merino wool. Um, I'm really impressed by the softness of the cotton. I have, you know, some yeah. issues with cotton. This is a merino wool cotton, this Glen Cool Four Ply, which is really nice. It's super soft. That would probably be really good for our climate, wool cotton. I don't like just cotton. So I'm going to do cotton or something. It would have to be a blend. Uh, and so I haven't knit with any of these yet just because they're so pretty. Uh, but I think they, they would be fun just to make um, maybe little toys. I mean, because this is a sampler pack, and so there's not much in each ball. It'd be fun for little toys or, like, color work. Um, you could probably, yeah, definitely get maybe, like, a baby hat if you, like, put a few of them together in stripes. That would be really cute. And so a little bit about KPC. Uh, they started over 70 years ago in Shanghai. Um, their business was originally started as tailoring and, you know, has since moved into, like, textiles. And they raised their sheep in New South Wales, Australia, which is cool. I'd love to go to Australia. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, everything in here looks really beautiful. Their website is really nicely laid out. And... I would be down with ordering some yarn from here. Yeah. It's like, I feel like these yarns, because they're really round yarns, you know what I mean? I, they would make really good, like, cabled garments. Yeah. You know, like, I think the stif stitch definition would probably be really good. Yeah. On these. And so, yeah, I'm really um, impressed with this. 
Um, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's really beautiful. It's just hard. Like, you don't want to, like... Don't touch that. Don't touch it. Yeah, <laughs> it should be on display. Um, and the colors are really nice, too. They're pretty... They're, I feel like they're... Are. I know, the little swatches are really perfect. Uh, they're really... The, sat the colors are really saturated. I think there's a nice variety of colors in this pack, at least. Uh, the samples are rainbow, and then the, the you know, the knitted samples are also very, um, like, rich, the colors, you know? Yeah. Yeah. These are beautiful. Yeah, it's really fun. Uh, so if you want to check them out, go to... These are, like, colors that I would like. Yeah, they are colors you would like. Because they're, they're really kind of, like, perfect for just every day. Yeah, they're, like, bright and pretty, but not... They're not neon crazy like I would sometimes pick. Yeah. You know, they're still wearable colors. Yeah, yeah. So their website is www.kpcyarn.com. Um, I would definitely recommend checking them out. Yeah, and it says here, like, they've got a lot of colors. Like, the four-ply comes in 60 colors. There's DK in 60 colors. Aaron comes in 32 colors. Oh, look, here's a picture of a tea cozy. Kimberly likes tea cozy. And, and it has a pom pom on it, so. Ooh, that's a tea cozy for me. Yeah, so this is a really beautiful sampler. I think they sell some samplers on their website. I don't know if they sell this particular one. Um, but you should just check out their website and see what they currently have. Bless you, baby. And yeah, check them out. KPC Yarns. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank so you so much. Thank you. <laughs> the second thing I would like to review, um, and I got this a while ago, I just wanted to like use it on a whole project but then that project stalled just because of me um and that's um uh, the knitter's pride marbles interchangeable set remember when you got um oh, yeah, a set yeah. of the nova platina to use yeah they sent me uh the marble set so the marble set if you guys don't know is um the needles themselves are made from acrylic mm -hmm. Uh, but they have really cool like s color swirls in them i really like the way they look yeah um, I was a little bit unsure about working with acrylic needles because I've, I've used some plastic needles before. I think the last ones I used were the Denise Boy needles, which I kind of hated. Did you ever use those, the Denise interchangeable set? No. Uh, I hated those. I know some people like them, but I always found the needles to be super sticky and the joins were terrible, and so I... Yeah, I tend to stay away from acrylic needles, but or plastic. But I'd heard good things about these, and they're really pretty to look at. And so, yeah, I used them um, on a, pro a couple of projects I was working on. And so this set comes with nine needles, nine needle tips with like um, cords to go with them, four cords. And it comes in this little case that zips up. The case isn't my favorite, but um, I think it's good enough for, you know, that, you know, at least it comes with something that you can hold the needles in. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I found the uh, tips to be a little stickier than, like, metal or bamboo, but, you know, that's to be expected. They were pretty sharp still. Not quite as sharp as, uh, you know, like, some of my Chiagu or Haya Haya needles, but those are metal. And I like really sharp needles. So, but these were, like, totally fine. They're They're... I wouldn't do a lot of, you know, with lace or anything with them because I feel like it might not be pointy enough. Uh, but for just everyday, you know, kind of like stocking that garter, all that normal stuff, I think it's fine. And 
yeah, I ended up really, um, I liked the set more than I thought I was going to. Oh, good. Just because I'm not usually into plastic yeah. or acrylic. Um, and they're definitely really yeah. eye-catching, and it's nice if you have other Knitter's Pride needles. You know, all the cords and things are interchangeable. And, yeah, I really, I enjoyed them. I would, I would use them again, especially on, like, a slippery yarn where you don't necessarily want to use a metal needle. Yeah. Um, I think the extra grab on these would be nice. So, yeah, I give them a thumbs up. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks um, to Nitch Pride and Stitchcraft Marketing also for yeah. sending that set to me. That's awesome. Yeah, sorry it took so long, guys. <laughs> and that's all I have for a review. Yay! What do we have next, Kimberly? I think... I think that's it for knitting. Oh, that is it for knitting. Okay. Aww. We're going to get... What do we usually do first? Do we just <laughs> do changes? I, I can't remember. Do we usually time. do watching or reading first? Why don't we do reading right now? Let's do reading. Let's do reading. Okay, I think we actually do watching first usually, but let's do reading. Yeah. What are you reading? Um, I just or what finished, have you read? Uh, I'm going to talk about two books. Okay. Um, one of them is called Wife 22 oh. by Melanie Gideon. I don't know that one. It's a fictional. It's a fiction book. It came out a few years ago. I'm going. I'm trying to read all the books I currently have <laughs> that I don't read. Yeah, guys, I also have given away at least a couple hundred books. Yeah, and I still have so many. Yeah, <laughs> we're just trying to be better. Yeah. Um. So I read Wife Twenty Two. It's a fiction. <clears throat> it's how do I describe this? It's a woman who's I think slightly dissatisfied with her marriage, and she <clears throat> does. She enters into the survey of like a from a prestigious um company, college, um, you know, research facility about marriage and the, you know, in our century and how she feels and what her, you so know. So just filling out a questionnaire? Yeah, it's okay. like a questionnaire. Okay. But the questionnaire goes, it's like she is paired with a researcher and they remain anonymous and it's her talking to this researcher and him talking to her and their kind of um, connection online. Oh, so it's online. Yeah, it's okay. through email and, um, and then it's through um, like messenger and then you know, how old stuff is she? progresses. Um, she's probably in her forties. Okay. She's got two grown kids. They're not super grown, but they're like maybe older. Her, yeah, they're older. Yeah. And um, it was just I, I was just really I was just really drawn to it because mm-hmm. I wanted to read adult fiction. I read a lot of YA, but I wanted to read an adult fiction book, especially about up on Goodreads while yeah, Wife Twenty Two. Um, so she's like, you know anonymously called Wife 22, and he's called Researcher 101. Oh, that's the right? Wife 22, okay. And, um, and it's about her life and, like, her juggling with kids and her um, unsatisfactory uh, marriage. I've never even seen this book. Okay. Yeah, and, and she's, like, trying to come to terms with what, with the distance that she has, you know, that her and her husband have created. And, mm-hmm. and I think he's, you know, he's also a big ad exec. And he, at one point, loses his job, and he becomes really, really kind of, I don't want to say unhinged, but he, he definitely like, kind of goes through his own, like, midlife crisis mid, or yeah, something. Crisis. Yeah, crisis. But it's just really, you know, it's just really sweet and nice, and it's about, like, two people, like, trying to find each other again. Okay. And um, I really, really enjoyed it. I read it, like, in a couple days. It's an easy read. It doesn't get bogged down with like any kind of preachy stuff or anything. Mm-hmm. But she obviously starts to have feelings, but with this researcher mm-hmm. and like, what do you do about it? Right. And this researcher is married too, and he has feelings for her. And then so she's currently married. Yeah, she's oh, currently okay. married because okay. she's done this thing. And yeah, and but once you get through it, you're like, it's really sweet. Like you'll okay. you'll see. 
it's really sweet. Okay. So um, that's really, really good book. I really enjoyed that. I would lend you my copy, but I actually give it to Caitlin to read. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I thought she would she would like that's it. That's okay. I'll yeah. find a copy at some point. And then, um, well, I can give it back. I can give it to you when she's well, done. Well, you know. Maybe I don't we'll need more back. stuff right now. It's true. <laughs> huh? You like that teething cracker? Oh, that's what that is. That's what that is. That was yeah. a gummy. Uh, I thought it was a graham cracker. No, it's gonna get really gross and sticky in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the other book I read is by Taylor Jenkins Reid, and it's so called Maybe in Another Life. Okay. And this is another adult fiction book, and I I mm-hmm. I liked it. Okay, it went through some really interesting bits about there's a girl and she's like just moved back home and she has to decide it's like one night you'll like this Um, it's one night and she like sees her old boyfriend and he's like hey why don't you stay at the party and I'll drive you home which of course he's not going to drive her home he's going to drive her back to her yeah it's code for something else and she is like got this she has this idea in her head like I know that this is going to start something and so she has to make a choice. And so the book, every chapter alternates between her staying with him oh, or not. her going home. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's basically it's like, like sliding, sliding doors. doors. Yeah. And I really, really enjoy Which it. I enjoy sliding doors. I don't, there's not, there wasn't a lot of like, I don't want to say there wasn't a lot of substance. Like, I think that it was, it was cute for what it is. Yeah. I would have liked a little bit more, I think. It's it's pretty short book too, considering you're following two different storylines. Okay. Really. But, so, you don't really dive very deep into mm-hmm. some of these characters mm-hmm. and into character development, um, but it is kind of just fun to watch it play out. Right. Um, and it took, like, a, again, a few days to read. It was an easy read. It was a fast read. And I'd recommend it for anyone who likes sliding doors. I love sliding doors, right. so I, like, enjoyed this movie. This okay. book. Yeah. Okay. See? And that's it, right? We talked about two adult books. Two adult books. Two adult books. And we also read... Um, I also read I Love You Stinky Face, so we're not going to read <laughs> I Love You Stinky Face. Oh, I Love You Stinky Face. It was a Christmas gift from her cousin, Rory. Okay. And so um, it's his favorite book, so we read I Love You Stinky Face. Okay. Right? Cool. It's real cute. It's funny. <laughs> uh, well, These I'm... are the books I read. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, <laughs> makes sense. I Love Stinky Face. Um, so over the break, I read The Innkeeper Chronicles, mm-hmm. uh, number three. Uh, that one's called One... What was that by? One Fell Sweep by Alona Andrews. Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah. So okay. this is, they have the series, the Kate Daniel series, but they also have this Innkeeper series that they actually uh, post online on their website, sort of serialized. Mm-hmm. Every, like they post a chapter a month or something as they finish them or whatever. I can't remember what the exact thing is. But I never like to read them um, on the website because, one, I hate reading things. Online, on websites, and two, I don't like not being able to read the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so I always wait until the story's all done, and then they'll release it, like, you know, in an ebook form. Like, just they just release it themselves, like, self published. Oh, nice. um, and um, that's when they gets, like, more, it's, like, fully edited by then. Because usually when they put it on the website, it's, like, sometimes there's stuff, you know, like typos and things. And um, so that, yeah. So that came out right, right before Christmas, and I bought it. And. Um, I would say, I guess it's sort of sci-fi and urban fantasy. There's aliens, so I guess it's technically maybe sci-fi. I love aliens. Yeah, and this is number three, but the Innkeeper Chronicles is basically about a woman named Dina, who is an innkeeper with a capital, like, I I mean, I think it's a capital I, and 
in this world, innkeepers are sort of like these special people who, if they they can become connected to an inn, which has powers. So you, when you're on the grounds of the inn, like you can feel like the inn and it's a part of you and you can like feel if someone steps on the border and, you know, when guests come to stay and usually it's like people from, it's sometimes regular people, but it's also people from like space and, you know, stuff like that. And it smells like the best hotel though. You go there and, you know, depending on, you know, what kind of stuff you like or if you're like from another planet, like part of her power sort of is that she figures out what kind of room you would like best uh -huh. and she can like will the like in to change. Oh, that's awesome. You know, so, like, if you, like, you know, like, are, uh, you know, a species of a person who lives in the trees, like, and she'll, like, know that, and, like, when you open the door to your room, it'll be, like, you're, like, living in a treetop or something, you know, stuff like that. Um, but she's sort of always getting embroiled in these international affairs. You know, she really just wants to run her in, and she also wants to find her parents, because her parents were innkeepers, um... But one day she got word that they had just disappeared. Like the, I think the whole inn had disappeared or something like that. Mm. And no one knew what happened to them. And so she spent a long time looking for them, but, you know, couldn't find any, like, clues about where they were. And she finally she, like, came back to, like, Earth and settled and um, was able to get an inn of her own. And there aren't that many inns, you know what I mean? There's not, like, a ton of them. And they're all secret, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is the third book in the series, and uh, it's it's a fun series. I like it. Um, a lot of space stuff and drama, and it's just fun. Cool. Yeah. So I read that, and I'm also uh, almost finished with Prudence by oh, Gail Carriger. Yeah. Uh, if you've been listening for a while, you guys know that we like Gail Carriger. She has a a sort of steam steampunk series called uh, the Parasol Protectorate, and Prudence is a spinoff of that series. It happens much later down the line and uh, features or like follows um, the daughter of the main protagonist from the Solar series. So her name is Prudence, and she's twenty, I think, in this series. And, um, basically she, it's kind of fun because it kind of has some of the same characters from the original series. They pop in and out, um, like her mom and dad and like other people, um, but it's very much her story. And in this first book, she gets sent off to India to, uh, do something for, uh, one of her fathers and you know, hijinks ensue. Yay! But I enjoy it. I, you know, if you like the Sola series, I think you will like this series. Awesome. Uh, she also has sort of a, another series. I forget what that one's called. The one that starts with etiquette and espionage. Oh, was that not this series? No, that was a different series. No, this one's her daughter. That one is like, I think I read the first book in that series first, and it didn't make a ton of sense to me. I mean, I could, you know, I could still tell I was in the same world, but I'm not sure which character was the main one. It was, it's not quite as related to Solus because I think the characters are more, like, distant. Uh, I thought it was, you know, for some reason, both of those series blended together. They so do I kind of look that. alike because I think they're both sort of marketed as young adult, and they have sort of... 
similar style covers, I would say. Yeah. Um, but I didn't love the first book in the Etiquette and Espionage series. It wasn't bad. I haven't read it Yeah, it wasn't bad. Um, I just felt... I think I was expecting something different. Yeah. And it just veered more towards middle grade, which... Isn't, oh, really? isn't bad either, but I think it was marketed as young adult. Yeah. So I was confused. You know what I mean? Oh, so you don't you don't think it's you don't think it's YA? Well, the first one didn't seem like it. Oh, okay. Ooh. You should read it and let me know what you think. I will. You know, I will. and I might actually I would after I finish uh, this series, um, the the one based on the daughter on Prudence is called the Custard Protocol. Um, after I finish this series, maybe I'll go back to that one. Maybe it'll make more sense. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So. Yeah, but it's really fun. I really, I'm enjoying it. I was feeling kind of depressed after the new year, and I thought, which one of these books will, you know, <laughs> did you hear a burp? <laughs> yeah. I thought, which one of these books will maybe, you know, cheer me up? Yeah. And because I love the world, I, I thought I should finally start. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Okay, what have you been watching then? Watching, we saw. What did you see? Passengers. I saw Passengers too. Oh. And Twee saw Passengers too, baby. Yeah. Um, we really liked it. Yeah. It was... You want to explain the basic premise in case people don't know what it is? Sure. It's about this um, spaceship that is carding, carding what, like, I don't know how many... 5,000 people. 10,000 people? Something, something crazy. like that. Um, to a new planet to, to colonize. colonize. Yeah. This is and in the future where, like, we we can colonize, colonize other planets, and they're starting a new city, basically. Yeah. Bless you. Bless, Bless you, you, baby. And um, all these people are put to sleep, you know, and then... Because it takes 120 years to get to the planet or something. Yeah. This is how space travel works. Yeah. Which sucks. And, um... Yeah. They basically leave their lives behind to go to this new planet, and be asleep for tw 120 years and wake up. Yeah. You know? But something happens, and Chris Pratt's character, it wakes up early. Like, really early. Well, yeah, they're... Well, yeah, something happens, and... Some, yeah, you've, if you've seen the trailer, you know... Like, something goes wrong, and people end up waking up, uh, like, 80, 90 years too early. Yeah. So, they'll be, they'll be deceased by the time they actually make it to the planet. Right, and, and they, and they can't get anyone else, you know, to wake up, and they can't, the ship's all automated, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, even the crew's asleep. Yeah, even the crew's asleep, everything is automated, and it's kind of like these two people trying to figure out... I don't know how to live this life on, you know, this ship. Yeah. Um, oh, baby. Because they can't turn around, you know, they can't. Hi, baby. They can't. She kind of knocked her Hi. face into my knee. Um, and they can't get anyone help, you know, yeah. them. And, yeah. It's kind of hard to explain. I don't, I mean, it isn't hard to explain, but. There's more to it than that, and then, of course, things other things start to go wrong, yeah. you know? So, um, we really liked it. It's different than Arrival. We talked about Arrival, oh, I yeah, think, that's a couple times totally ago. Different, yeah, yeah, and um, Arrival is really serious, and it was very sad for me. Um, Passengers is really fun. Um, the, gra the visual effects are amazing. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence looks great. Oh, she Chris looks amazing. Pat looks amazing. Like, Michael, Sheen, just... Michael Sheen looks good. He plays a sort of a robot bartender. Yeah. He looks good, too. I mean, just it's just visually beautiful. Uh -huh. um, if you get a chance to see it in the theater, you should, because the visual effects are so good. And it's just this really um, fun story. I mean, there's some controversy around it and around the motivation of the characters. And I'm not going to say it didn't bother me, but, I mean, I think, yeah, there's, like, a fun, there's an interesting, what did I say? If you just watch the trailer, you think it's one thing, but it's kind of about something else, which I think 
was nice that they were able, they didn't put it in the trailer. Yeah. Because I was surprised by it. Uh, you know, these days I, I feel like everything is in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. And there's no surprises at all. Yeah. Um, but I, it, this thing, uh, in this movie, I definitely think there were a few surprises still. Yeah, so um, we saw that. That was really, really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I was surprised that Iron Muffin liked it as much. I We came out of the theater and I was like, yo, I was thinking, oh, he's going to be like, oh, oh this bothered it. me and this bothered me and this bothered me. And then all of a sudden I was like, yeah, and I, there were a couple things that bothered me, right? And I was like, oh, you know, yeah, it was pretty good. And he's like, it was awesome. This was so awesome. So I love this. So, I love this. He's so critical this, in general. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, whoa. Like, that is, like, the exact opposite reaction that I I thought thought. we were going to have. So, that worked out. Yeah, and then the other day we saw um, Assassin's Creed. How was that? It was just... I kind of wanted... I almost... I was trying to take my parents to see something, and it was between Passengers and Assassin's Creed, but the Assassin's Creed times didn't work out. Yeah, I mean, Assassin's Creed is really fun if you have, like, if you want to do matinee crisis yeah. and um, see Michael Fassbender. Yeah. The 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 visual effects look cool in the 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 trailer. Yeah, and there's this one scene that's basically um, this carriage chase at the beginning, mm-hmm. and it is phenomenally beautiful. Really? Okay. Yeah, it's like in the desert. It's really nice. <clears throat> but in general, like, Assassin's Creed is... Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it just there's not like, a lot of depth. It looks like the kind of movie I would like to see, sort of bad action sci-fi. Yeah. Bring on. You know? Nope, nope. And Kimberly? Nope. I mean, as a player of the video game, did Iron Muffin like it? Iron Muffin did like it. Um, I've never played the video game. Yeah, he liked it. He liked Assassin's Creed. Okay. Um, do you want to say anything about Passengers? Oh. No. The biscuits are gone, dude. I ate the biscuits. Sorry. We got these cookies yesterday. We ate them. Like, in, like, a half hour. They were, um, like, chocolate-covered, like, pinned orange oh. marmalade cookies. Oh, no. I don't like orange and chocolate. I was like, why didn't you save me a cookie? But I don't oh, like I orange, don't so like it's those. okay. It's fine. Um, yeah, so we saw Assassin's Creed, and uh, that was fun, too. Okay, so, cool. It was kind yeah. of the Christmas season. I was amazed we saw two movies like, right. in this time period. That was pretty good. Um, how about you? What did you see? You saw um, Passengers. I did see Passengers, and I... Um, I was really excited, and I also finally saw, uh, I was waiting for it to come out, I saw Hidden Figures, which, um, again, I thought, like, it was just something that was a good, I feel like it was such a good story, and it looked sort of uplifting, and it was like, I just needed something like that, mm-hmm. and if you don't know, it's the, based on true, true story of three uh, African-American women who worked in NASA in, I think it was the 60s? Yeah. Um... But who, like, you know, like, crazily, like, no one's ever heard of them before. Um, but they were really important, um, you know, in the space program and helped us, like, um, get a man to, like, orbit the moon and do all these other things. Um, like, these women would do, like, math calculations, like, by hand. Yeah. Before there were, like, you know, calculators and yeah. computers to do that, they were human calculators, which is insane to me, which makes sense. Right. Um, but you never hear about, you know, women, you know, doing those things at NASA, of all things. Like, it's so long ago, too. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was well done. Uh, the acting was really good. The music was good. The costumes were amazing. Yeah. Um, and it's just such a... I just think it's a sort of a positive story and hopefully inspiring for people, you know. But it was really good. I really liked it. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. But I haven't seen a ton of movies. I've wanted to see more. I did start uh, the Netflix series, 
uh, a series of unfortunate events. Oh, you did? Well, I mean, I only watched... Okay, so a series of unfortunate events is based on... A book book series by Lemony Snicket. There was a movie, like, eight years ago or something. Which I really liked. No, I really liked it, too. Um, Jim Carrey was in it, and it was, and visually, it looks great. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, but they never made any more movies. I don't think it did very well. Yeah. I think people thought Jim Carrey was too over the top or something. Yeah. I mean, I don't. If you've read those books, I've read the first three. And Olaf is over the top. Yeah, he's over the top. The whole point of this book is, like, the tone is over the top. Yeah. So I've, I've watched the first two episodes so far, and the it's pretty good, but the only thing is, it's kind of weird for me, it's because it's very similar, the first two episodes at least, because that's sort of the story arc of the first book, it's very similar to the movie. Yeah. You know? And I know part of me was thinking, well, I thought it was going to be different because... I felt like people didn't like the movie. Right. But, you know, Neil Patrick Harris plays Count Olaf, and he also, you know, very sort of dastardly and over the top. And even the kids who played, like, the siblings... Yeah. Like, physically look a lot like the kids from the movie. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm just not sure where it's going to go. I'm only seeing two episodes. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's not something I, you know, I'm going to sit riveted can yeah. I see it? You watch it when you knit. Yeah, I watch it when I knit. Uh, Joan Cusack is in it. Oh, really? Yeah, she okay. plays the judge character, if you remember her. Yeah. And I love Joan Cusack. He hasn't been around in a while. I just feel like I like Neil Patrick Harris a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot. Mm-hmm. But I'm still like... It's, I'm kind of... It's kind of... um. What's the word? Over exposure? Not over exposure, over but just too much. It, He's everywhere to me yeah. now. Well, I just feel like... I really like the movie. I don't have to see, like, a reboot. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of yeah. like... It's but I like, think it's a little further than the movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the movie only had that one movie, which was just the first book. It's just like Spider-Man. Like, I really loved mm-hmm. Tobey Maguire's first Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And the, the trilogy. I mean, like, they weren't all great, but... Mm-hmm. I, I mean, really I even enjoyed it. Andrew Garfield, and they're really rebooting it. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, I just... I won't watch... Like, I didn't watch Andrew Garfield. Oh, you didn't watch, at all? No, I won't watch mm-hmm. it. Like, I'm just sort of I like, like those... Uh, like, I like some of those storylines, though, because they had Gwen Stacy and stuff. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. But yeah, it's just weird. That's the, the kind of confusing thing to me is like, I thought they were going to make it somewhat different just because the original film didn't do very well. But maybe that's a good sign because we did like the movie. Maybe they were just like, well, we want to kind of continue it, you yeah. know? Yeah. So yeah, but just the first two episodes so far are, yeah, very similar to the, the movie. Um, but once we get past that, like, we get into, like, you know, other storylines, I'm sure it'll be different. But there's 12 books? 14 books? I think there's... I think 22 books? What? No. How many books are in I feel series? like there's, um... There's a lot of books. Really? Yeah. I think there's... I feel like I want to say 13 because it's, no. you know, the number 13. I think there's more than 13. Let me look. Um, like, big time. Really? Yeah. I only read the first... I only read the first, like, four, I think. I read the first three. Um, let me see. Sorry, we're gonna look. Also, it's just really sad to me that all these awful things are happening to these elephants. But that's why I stopped reading it. It's because it was, to me, it's supposed to be kind of tongue-in-cheek, and I'm sure in the end it actually all ends up happily ever after. Yeah. But, like, I just felt so bad for these poor orphans. Yeah. I mean, if you have never read or watched the movie, it's like these three children... You know, very smart, precocious children, and their parents are, you know, 
I don't remember what they do, but they're very smart too, and they, you know, have a really great life. And one day, like their whole family house burns down with their parents in them, and the kids are orphans, and they get sent to live with Count Olaf, a distant relation, who's like we say that very loosely, right? A distant relation who's totally evil and mean, and who just t- treats them like servants. And it's basically just out the entire time through the whole series trying to get their fortune because I think when the oldest one becomes of age, like, they're going to inherit a lot of money. But he's trying, but he's been doing all he can to somehow, you know, get it early by doing all these crazy things. And um, even when you like, something good seems to happen to them, like, he somehow thwarts it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, wait, who doesn't want to see how many books are in this series? Um, and it's just, it's pulling up, like, pictures. Hang on, let me see. <clears throat> Um, but they're well written and stuff like that, you know? Let's see. Okay, series of unfortunate events. 13 children's Ooh. novels. 13? See, but, because, like, 13's an unlucky number, right? Like, yeah. you know, no, in right. quotes. I thought yeah. there were way more than that. No. In my head, it was, like, the Babysitter's Club. It just went to, like, hundreds Forever? No, there's 13 yeah. of them. Um, yeah, I think you should give it a try. Especially since you like the movie. Um, once it gets past sort of the first storyline, uh, I think it'll be definitely more interesting. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. Yeah. And that's what I've, yeah, that's what I've been watching. Nice. I think that's it for this week. That's it, baby. That's it. You want to say bye, baby? <laughs> <gasps> oh, the tongue comes out. Oh, now she's being quiet, though. I know. Now she's being <laughs> quiet. When I, when I ask her to do tricks for me, she doesn't want to do them. What's up? What's up? <laughs> her tongue is out. Well, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, oh, there you go. She wants Antwi. Okay. Here. Thanks Antwi. for hanging out. Um, this week, guys. Thank you. Everyone's having an amazing new year. And we'll talk to you guys in a couple of weeks. Yay! Happy New Year! You can find all the show notes on the blog at twistedstitchespodcast.blogspot.com You can find me, Twee, on Ravelry as Fishgirl182 and Kimberly as Kimberly Buggy. You can also find the podcast on Instagram as Twisted Stitches Podcast. We also have a great Ravelry group that you should definitely join. Thanks for listening!